Talk Radio. himself, film, music star, part-time celeb, and also the co-host of the new hit show, the Andy Kimball and Lloyd Booker Show, Coast to Coast, Ebony and Ivory, and I'm here today with Uncle Big Ike, and when we're all at the show, chillaxing to the max, we do it with the flavor that we savor with our neighbor, Booker's Bourbon. Booker's Bourbon. Taste Booker's Bourbon. It's the one bourbon to taste, next to none, the only one. I'm having mines on ice, not shaken or stirred. Booker's Bourbon. Get it today at your fine wine and spirit stores. You bet, folks. How are we doing? Andy Kimball here, Coast to Coast Live, the Ebony Ivory Program. I've got Amanda in the UK. Amanda, you're hey, there. Hey, darling. Good, I'm good, here. Good morning. Good morning Hello, to you. Hello. Good morning. Doing? Well, good night to you. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 1 o'clock in the morning there. Um, and um, we have Cornell, our producer, who's kind of managing things in the back office. How are you doing, Cornell? How are you doing? How's everybody? How, how are you doing, Andy? How are you doing, Amanda? Very well. I can't complain, darling. Thank you. Awesome. How about yourself? Awesome. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. So we got some uh, some breaking news ourselves internally here in the Coast to Coast show in that we have uh, 20% listenership of, is international. In other words, 20% of the folks who tune into the show are not in the United States. They're everywhere from uh, South Africa to the UK, which is about 8.5% right now. And uh, uh, Peru and Colombia and, and Turkey and Iraq and Russia. Um, and we welcome everybody around the world on board, whoever might be listening at the current time. We're never quite sure what those numbers are, but we do get them later. And we're able to uh, to inform you that we do have an international program that is growing here, which is always good to, good to see as we put this thing together and kind of navigate our way through uh, this uh, podcast, uh, radio podcast uh, format, which is new to all of us. But we're, we're taking a shot at it and see what happens. Um, so, Amanda, how are you doing, man? What's going on in the UK? What is new there? Well, we've had uh, some interesting things uh, play out. Uh, obviously, that on button, uh, on button, <laughs> ongoing <laughs> anyway, battle. Moving right along, you do have yeah. to look at the there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame that. I'll blame that, darling. Yeah, yeah we've you got had it. A, the ongoing battle with education, and we've had, um, I think. 400 immigrants in one day tried to enter our country, which is interesting. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And from any, the, any from, I mean, are they from any particular place or, or just immigrants in general? They're immigrants in general from what I can gather. I've been uh, perusing the headlines today mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. see what's going on. And there's mm-hmm. concerns about them entering our country and 
Um, they're trying to put restrictions in place, and I think France are trying to get in on that too. Um, so I find that very fascinating. Um, also, we have uh, something to do with medication and the coronavirus. Let me hear. Which I also find that fascinating. Do, do tell. So I'm about to bring that up for you now. I, I got a solution for your immigrant problem real quick before you go on with that. Yeah, uh, carry on. Just because, you know, we, we like to provide the fixes here at the Coast to Coast Show. And um, uh, our fix, which has been proven to be just so effective here in the United States, is build a wall and uh, have, have Mexico pay for it. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Mexico, Mexico, I assure you, yeah. Mexico will be glad to pay for your wall. They will. They, you know, they've, proven, they've proven how willing they are to pay for a wall. Yes. Anyway, I'm sorry. Good continue. Sorry. According to one of our newspapers, they were reporting that um, there is a drug that you can take. It's a steroid. Fairly cheap in the UK. It's about $6 in the US. I'm not sure if it falls under the same name in the US. It is called... Let me find it. Let me find it. Hydrocortisone. I, I was going to say aspirin. Um, All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's called for 10 points. Wait a minute. It's called, let me think here. Wait a minute. I think I, let me see. Yeah. It's called, what is it called? <laughs> Hydrocortisone. So um, apparently. <laughs> I yes, swear, so... every time I hear that, that sound, I just have this huge grin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Hydrocortisone, yes. Uh, yeah. That, that's utilized for, yeah, and, and so they're using that as part of a process, a formula, a treatment regimen, or on it as a standalone. Well, apparently, according to experts, they are saying that it helps reduce the risk of dying from the virus. Um, it's been found to reduce the risk of death in critically ill patients by 20%. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I have not. I have not heard that here, and and that is wow. And that's just you know hydrocortisone is is uh, well cortisone, folks. If if you don't know, and most of you might already, um, cortisone is an anti-inflammatory, and it can be taken. They make it for external applications as well as internal applications. It reduces swelling and so forth. Inflammatory meaning swelling, and and I'm, I I take it that uh, some of the effects of being affected with the coronavirus um, is is pulmonary uh, edema or inflammation of, of the lung area. Mm. Um, uh, I would imagine I'm, I'm not an expert, believe me, but um, yeah, neither um, am I. <laughs> but that would make yes. sense, right? That would make sense that steroid would help with that with the um, inflammation if that is the case. Um, but just to warn our listeners, please don't run out and buy all these things and take them, you know, irresponsibly. This is what's being reported in the UK headlines, so please be sensible and um, yeah. check these things out for yourself. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, how is Boris Johnson doing? Um, he's having a uh, battle with the um, the Education Department of Government Ofcor. I've mentioned a few times. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They they are coming back at him saying, "Look, we pre-warned you of all these problems with the algorithm," and Boris Johnson is um, saying that, "Well, you know, the problem got resolved. That's all mm-hmm. that matters." 
So it's yeah. kind of like he's yeah. dismissing the responsibility that they ignored the warnings and just went ahead anyway and mm. caused all the chaos. Um, mm-hmm. So he's mainly in the the headlines to do with that in a moment, or the education battle, um, because mm. it's still an ongoing thing. And they are now saying, um, head of Labour Party in government is saying that it's possible that exams will be pushed back um, in 2021. Oh, really? So, yeah, really? so there's more concerns yeah. for the next set of students, obviously. Yeah, here in the states, there's no, uh, uh, you know, college entrance uh, SATs or um, ACTs here. So that'll be interesting because you know the a private company administers those those tests, and mm-hmm. um, which are taken by you know by the millions every year for all the all the college uh, all the high school students you know wanting to attend college, yeah. and it's requirement uh, for most schools. Not every school. There are some exceptions. There are a few exceptions, but for most schools, either ACT and or SAT. And what's interesting okay. is this batch of of applications will not have those scores, and it'll be very interesting to uh, analyze the the batch of applicants that are coming into college uh, in terms of applicants, and who they are and who they select without these SAT scores or ACT scores, which is on nothing more than a barometer as to how somebody did on a given day. You know, that's how they did that day. If they, if right. they, if they, if they took the test the next day, who's to say they wouldn't answer C instead of B? You know, you don't know. I guess of you course. get a general, I guess they just average it out among the entire population. They establish a baseline and, you know, okay, so if you miss one, well, that's all taken into consideration and blah, blah, blah. Yes. However, yes. It, it is a private corporation that administers these tests. So it would be very interesting to see what the colleges think of their um, of the people they admit and and how that group performs with no score whatsoever based on who they are based on the recommendations based on how they've done in school academically uh, the essays that they write their extracurricular activities and uh, and and the, and the hell with the SAT you know this is hey you know this is who I am so yeah. that'll be kind of fascinating um, okay. in the news today here in the United States um, Trump um, in a tweet on Wednesday. Um, it makes it real crystal clear that he feels like uh, he's doing the country a favor in serving as president. He sees the uh, presidency as an inconvenience. Um, he actually he actually went out and, and said that in his mind, he feels like he's doing the country a big favor serving as president. And um, if you can either agree or disagree with that, is he doing a favor by serving the country? This, oh, I'm doing you a favor. You're lucky you have me. Um, <laughs> give us a call at uh, right. 515-605-9888, 515-605-9888. And we have an election coming up, speaking of Trump, November 3rd. And right now, um, mail order ballots go out in North Carolina, I believe this Friday, actually. So the election process starts. And okay. our top attorney, our top lawyer law enforcement officer in the United States, William Barr, is suggesting that uh, foreign countries could very easily send in thousands of fake mail-in ballots, thus compromising the uh, the efficacy of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, wow. Fraud. His reasoning is that he says it's very easy to make a counterfeit mail-in ballot. It's not necessarily true, folks. And <laughs> that so many states are moving toward more absentee voting in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. However, when asked if he's ever seen any evidence of this, any, any shred that what he is saying has any substance in terms of what are you basing that on, his answer is an unequivocal no. No evidence. It's right. what, you know, so, so which might be another 
um, it might be another, you know, people have said here that is, is William Barr serving more as, as Trump's attorney than the than the a top law enforcement officer of mm-hmm. this country. That's, you know, that's a debate that we'll have till through November 3rd or maybe beyond if they win. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. There are five states, the United States, that have that have been using mail-in ballots for quite some time. I mean, that's how they do it. The Colorado, yes. I was going to look this up, Colorado, Utah, I keep forgetting the other three. I'm sorry. We'll put it on the website. Anyway, there's five states that have been using mail-in ballots with virtually no fraud. Right. No fraud. Okay. No fraud, right? So here's the interesting, interesting question. It is interesting. For years, for years, there's been whole, there's always issues. Every year there's new issues, whether it's a war that breaks out somewhere, whether there's a, a drug epidemic, uh, or sorry, call it a pandemic and with, with overdose of drugs and opioids. There's a political discourse, uh, uh, sh- uh, uh, abuse of, of firearms, shootings, blah, blah, blah. And all these things make the headlines and debate and back and forth. And there just has never been, and, and I've been around quite some time now. I hope I don't like to look at myself as an old guy. But I'm, I'm not far away, uh, <laughs> but I've been around a while. <laughs> I hate to, I can't, you know. But anyway. Um, oh, Andy. And, <laughs> wait, I'm coming. Wait a minute. Let me let me wait. Wait, wait. My walk. Wait a minute. Wait, I'm coming. I'm coming. Wait, wait, wait. Um, the um, uh, the I've never re- re- can recall. That voter fraud has been this won't here. Voter fraud, huge problem in this country's voter fraud. Oh my God! It, oh my God! This is you know maybe maybe we can fix that and have the Mexicans pay for that too. Hey, you know, um, I'll tell you something. There hasn't been an issue of voter fraud, and the only I mean, it's it's has it existed? Yes, but the percent compared to the electorate of fraud mm. has been such a zero point zero 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 some number. That it hasn't really made the headlines because it's been such a fraction, such a small number of, of, of cases of voter fraud. Never really been a national issue. Has it existed? Has it been talked about here and there? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's never really been an issue. The amount of fraud that has taken place in this country forever had, would have never overturned an election. Even though, right. even though, even though 2.75 million more people voted for Hillary Clinton than Donald Trump, and he won afterward and said they're all fraudulent votes. Anyway, wow. Yep. Anyway, so here's what they're saying, that the folks that, you know, get out and vote, you know, don't don't go to the polls and people with a, a pandemic happening with a very good chance of being infected, getting sick or dying or getting somebody else sick and them that's, dying. Right. That's cool. Is obviously. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very possible and probable. So people are saying, wait, I'm not going to go wait in line, especially this mm. election yeah. for hours and, and then end up six feet under. Or get or or my parent or my friend or my whoever who I might give this to. Yeah, uh, it's not so worth. It's, I'm not, and I'm not getting sick. So hmm. therefore, we're, we have an issue uh, problem. We we can fix it. We're going to do mail-in voting, and we're going to very carefully scrutinize barcode, make sure you know there is you know again five states have been doing this forever with no fraud. We're we're going to follow one step. And uh, the people who would typically not make it to the polls are who? Let's think. Ambulatory, a little disabled. Can't drive, can't get there. Um, other, you know, there's a little things we can think of, you know, some uh, yeah. illness or something. I mean, all, okay. Um, money could be an issue. I mean, I mean, there's all sorts of issues why somebody not be able to get to a poll. Uh, okay, why can't that person absentee ballot? Well, they could. And they might say to themselves, I'm going to absentee ballot. Fine. And I've done that many a time. 
But you mm-hmm. have to request that. And if you don't request it by a certain date, you can't vote absentee ballot. Right. Let's say you're out of state. You can't vote, right? So let's okay. take the population that I just described and the same population, a percentage of them, say, oh, man, last Tuesday was a day. I totally escaped me. Oh, my God, I can't vote. Holy smoke. We can actually make a fairly accurate assessment as to the demographics of that population. And you know what? how that population would normally tend to vote? How? Well... <laughs> every time, Andy, every time. They would vote Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ten points. Oh. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Ten points. Ten I points. want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> I love that movie, um, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love live audiences. You know, there's one thing I love to see in the audience, and you can quote me. You know what that is, Amanda? No, I want you to remember this, okay? I want you to remember okay. this. I know right. you might be tired. I know it's I know it's like one one seventeen in the morning over there, but, but <laughs> try to, try to keep, okay, ready? You can try to yeah. remember this. When you go to sleep a little later, I want you to think this, okay? Because this is really important, especially because you're a singer songwriter. You need to know this too. If my I end up dreaming thing, about it, I'll blame you. <laughs> my favorite thing to see in an audience is my favorite thing to see in an audience. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. My favorite thing to see in an audience. <laughs> my favorite thing is coming. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Here we go. I know. Yeah, it's coming. I got it. My favorite thing. Ding, ding, ding. Ten points. Go ahead, Andy. You're on. People. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God darn. God darn. Gosh darn. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. What's going on in here? What's going on in here? No, they, don't, oh, yeah. they don't like the fact that I'm winning. I'm winning today. I'm winning. I'm being like Donald um. Trump. I'm winning. <laughs> I'm winning. We like to win. I'm going to win so much that they're going to say, hey, you got to stop winning so much. We're getting tired of winning all the time. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> anyway, our, our number here to join our winning party and our winning formula and our, our team of winners, 515-605-9888. Please do call. Join the conversation, 505-605-9888. You can also uh, email us at andyandlloydshow at gmail.com. And our chat room is now, let's see. Yep, it's open. Of course, nobody's using it. You're certainly oh, welcome to. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. We want to hear from you. Uh, There's nobody chatting matter. right now. There's I know. Chatting. Hey, wow. guess who I just got? Guess who I got a message from just now? Hmm. L- Lloyd Booker. He's, oh, okay. He's, he's, he's shoveling his car out of the snow. He's sorry he can't make it today. <laughs> 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 oh, Lloyd, we'll let. 
Well, that's that's almost as good as my as as the dog ate my homework. But we'll let you slide. <laughs> yeah. We know yeah, we're, right. we're not wanted. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, <laughs> as everybody knows, Lloyd is the official co-host of this of this program of the Ebony and Ivory program. Me being the the uh, Ebony. No, I'm not the Ebony. Who am I? I'm the Ivory. Lloyd's <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get that confused because because it's the Ebony and Ivory program with Andy Kimball, so therefore you'd think I was the Ebony and Ivory, Ebony and Ivory, but I'm not. I'm not Ebony. I'm just let me let me check. Let me look. Nope. <laughs> you'd be surprised I mean, I how know. many people I'm, I'm are confused there. by that. I don't, I don't know. I got that South. I got that South Car. Not South Carolina. Where am I? I got that South. Um, where am I? <laughs> I think you're up on that Eiffel Tower, Andy. <laughs> I, I need some of that Booker's bourbon. I got some of that that South um, Southern California sun here, and uh, I got I got to turn some light on to make sure. No, I'm I'm still Ivory. I'm I'm worried. I'll, I'll pass. You know. Um, anyway, five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. We're going to play a uh, getting back to serious business here, folks, which we got to do here on the show. Uh, I, we got a press conference to talk about. Um, and the press conference is uh, Kelly McEnany is uh, handling the uh, the um, vote, the mail-in ballot, uh, discussed by a reporter and Donald Trump. Let's take a listen. Acknowledge that it is illegal in this country to vote twice in the same election. Are you referring to the president's comments earlier today? I'm just asking you a basic yes or no question. Do you, do you not, believe it is illegal to vote twice in this country? The president does not condone unlawful voting. Uh, the president's been very clear about this. I'm once again not surprised the media is taking the president out of context. Do you recall what the president said on this matter specifically? I, I, have, I have it right here. Sure. Okay, maybe you should read it out for me then. Okay, so the, the, the president said that you should go to your poll, you should vote early by mail. And you should go either uh, early voting or day of and try to vote again. So he is asking people to vote by mail and then to go down to the polling place on election day and to vote again if their vote has, if, if they can't confirm their vote has been counted. You're missing a very crucial line from the president's remarks. If it is not tabulated, meaning your mail in vote, then you will be able to vote in person if it is not tabulated. Yeah, this there, is there why are at least five states in this country that, that do not count any mail-in votes until election day. So those votes won't be counted until afterwards. So th there's no way to know whether or not their vote is There's counted. a very simple answer, and this is how it works. First, a lot of states have what are called electronic poll books. And what this means is that in real time, this is updated. So if your vote is counted, they check the electronic poll book, and you will not be able to vote in person because your vote has been counted. Um, there's a secondary situation. So those who do not have electronic poll books, every single state in the country, you can cast a provisional ballot. And that is a ballot that is there. And if you're your vote that you have not mailed in is not counted, they will then count the provisional ballot. And that is exactly what the president's referring to. But what Democrats are doing is saying this, we want an entire new system for voting, one subject to fraud. Don't take it from me, take it from Jimmy Carter, uh, who said in 2005, as part of a bipartisan commission, absentee ballots remain the largest source of potential voter fraud. So what Democrats want you to do is say, trust us, 
but don't verify. Don't verify that your vote's been counted. This president's trying to enfranchise Americans, which is exactly what he's been saying. He wants every American to have a vote because he understands what Jimmy Carter understood and what so many of, of us understood until the president started putting the focus on mail-in voting, and that was this, that it is subject to fraud. Every vote should count, and every American should verify that their vote is counted by going to their polling. Let's say to the executive Don. director of the North Carolina Board of Electors who says that this would be create a big problem on election day. What I would say is that the president has laid it out very clearly. You should verify your vote, and not only that, I would appoint uh, them to the fact that in 2016, before we tried this entire new system of mass mail-out voting, 319,000 votes were not counted that were cast by mail. 319,000 in an election that came down really to 80,000 votes in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. That's untenable, and hundreds of thousands more will not be counted with the Democrats' fraudulent mass mail-out voting system. The president wants enfranchisement, plain and simple. John. Can I ask you a process and jurisdiction question? The president uh, signed a memorandum last night directing federal agencies to look at funds that might be withheld to city as to cities that do not do enough to uh, restore a law and order. By what authority does the president believe he can do that? Yeah, the president um, believes that what we should do, that the purpose of government um, is to protect life, liberty, and property. That is the purpose of the federal government, and it's imperative uh, that the federal government review um, the use of funds by jurisdiction. So what this does, this memo, uh, it really does three things. One, it asks federal agencies to detail all federal funds that are being provided to Seattle, Portland, New York City, and Washington, D.C., Secondly, within 14 days, the Attorney General will develop a list of anarchist jurisdictions of lawlessness zones that are permitting violence and destruction of property. And then within 30 days, uh, the White House Budget Director will issue guidance to the heads of agencies on restricting eligibility of or otherwise disfavoring to the maximum extent possible by law anarchist jurisdictions in the receipt of federal grants. And South Carolina v. Dole uh, did note that you can withhold funding um, so long as it pertains to the federal program pertains uh, to what you're trying to incentivize. Um, so we believe here, when you look at New York, a 177% increase in shootings um, in Seattle, where there was a lawless chop zone where two died in Portland, where you've seen 140 officers injured, this is a dereliction of duty. And if the states will not act in their police power and secure their streets, this president will use every lawful mechanism available to him to try to supplement their failures. And in some cases, that's meant federal officers in Minneapolis and Kenosha, where we've been invited. This is yet another attempt to make sure no more children like Legend Talaferro die on our streets. These are congressionally appropriated funds. I, I expect that you would expect there to be uh, immediate legal action taken. Letitia James, the Attorney General for the State of New York, warned uh, a few minutes ago that if you try to withhold any funds, she will immediately slap you with a lawsuit. Well, she's free to do that. We believe that what we will do will be lawful within the bounds of the law, um, and we encourage states to act and cities to act in the way that Kenosha and Minneapolis did, although, uh, be it delayed um, a little bit there, they finally stepped up and asked for federal support, and they got it, because too many Americans are dying on our streets, too many businesses being burned to the ground. That's not the American way uh, by a long shot. So anyway, uh, we just heard from Kaylee McEnany, the uh, the press secretary, and handling uh, some questions that came up regarding the mail-in mail-in ballots and also uh, defunding cities that that do not handle 
demonstrations uh, in the manner which Donald Trump wants them to, taking taking literally taking money away from those cities. Which uh, two things we can talk about: a that is not mandated or or dictated or provided by the president of the United States. That is decided by Congress. Only Congress can can vote yes or no on how much money or how much money is taken away from or provided to um, a state or a city. That is nothing to do with the president. And the president tried to do this before, um, and it was taken to court, and the president lost, and there's no reason to think that this would provide any um, different outcome than that. Let me ask a question, Amanda. How do people vote in the U.K.? Uh, We go to our polling station. You can do it by post as well. I think you can even do it online. I'm not sure. And the reason I say I'm not sure, and I will be completely honest with everybody, it's been a while since I voted. Whoa. I had Whoa. yeah yeah it's been a while for me since I voted and that was simply because I lost complete faith in my government mm. and it's only been recently with everything that's been going on with you know the Brexit uh, that was a huge deal here in the UK if of many of you hadn't heard about that um, so you know it that was a kick up the bottom <laughs> to uh, start doing things right again you know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you, you gotta bet. take matters into your hands, you know. And yeah, the situation that's playing out with Trump and Biden, I think it's important for everybody to to go out and vote. It is. No matter who you vote for, no matter who you're going to support, absolutely. Every you should vote. Everybody you know should vote. And what's almost more important is to get everybody that you know that they know should go out and vote. And, and just Absolutely. whoever you're going to vote for, you know, whoever that might be, it's so important now more than ever. We have C1 on the line. Let me see if I can chime him in here. C1's back. He is back. He is wow. back. And welcome to the Coast to Coast show. C1, you're with us. All right. Welcome How you back, been? C1. Thank you. I, 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 I'm well, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Everything added up. Cool. Uh-huh. Very I'm good. pretty good. How about you guys? We're good, thank you. Thank you for being here. All right. Thanks for having me. It's, it's another coast-to-coast show. You know, it's another coast-to-coast show. We're always having a good time here. Absolutely. Talking to people in 13 countries around the world. And we recently had uh, Russia join us last Friday. And so Russia is, is chiming in on the show. And uh, That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, how are you saying? I've got some vodka here. I'll have to, just, just to celebrate that, I'm going to have some vodka after the show. Share the yeah. <laughs> Hey. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. So, C1, what are your thoughts? We, you, you've been listening uh, in a little. What do you have to say? You, what are your thoughts on uh, Kelly McKinney and um, don't forgive or, me if I'm butchering her last name. I'm, I, my, I do the same thing, but I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give everybody a free tip here before we uh, before we continue. Um, I'm going to give everybody uh, a tip. You ready? Lucky lady, in the seventh, lucky lady in the seventh to win. All right, now, moving right along. <laughs> I'm taking note of that one, Andy. <laughs> now, now that we've got that important news out of the way, yeah, um, C1 Kelly, press conference, what do you think? Mail-in, mail-in uh, ballots, what's your opinion? Thank you, Kelly. Like, mail-in ballots. <laughs> Is a are a joke. It's, it's nothing but the Democrats trying to steal. 
if you can go out and riot, if you can go walk, stand in Walmart, if you can do all of this protesting, you can stand up and vote. That's it. Like that right but let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How about people who are ambulatory, who aren't riding, who aren't protesting, who are elderly, who are in other disadvantaged economic areas, who um, and also people who don't want to go wait in line? And I, like you know, I, I peacefully protested way back when. You know, it's been a while. I, I don't think there's any more protesting in my neighborhood. I was the only one there. But uh, you know, I was just on the street corners, clapping my hand. They, they almost came and take me away. But um, the um, the the folks that are are concerned and and justly so about waiting in lines for hours and hours and hours are expecting a huge turnout this time around. Who are concerned about getting infected, and that's where you do get infected in that type that's, of environment. No. That's that's for them. I don't know what to tell them because they need to go. I don't. They stay under the bed. If that's how no, they no, feel. no, no, I no, no, no. You say no. that they shouldn't vote. Then, then you're saying they shouldn't vote. No, no, no. no. I, I'm saying if, if they're scared, then don't vote. And and because well, see that that's but see one that's the issue that you're you're what? saying that if you're if you're worried about if you're worried about your health and about infecting somebody about dying about giving this disease to somebody else who can die. Then you know what? Then don't vote. This is, that's what, you're this saying. is what I'm saying. No, this is what this is what I'm saying with that. These people that have that problem, I can't help that they're like that they see the boogeyman outside, and they think the boogeyman. Wait, no, no, no. Is you're, are you calling the coronavirus a boogeyman? Are you saying the coronavirus isn't real? It's not real. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying the, the I'm, I'm saying the coronavirus is a joke. It's a joke. So you're saying it's, it's not real. Joke. It's not real. A hundred eighty thousand. I'm saying. People I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm it's saying real. it's not. It, no, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying it's not what it has been purported to be. Oh, oh you mean okay. interesting? Wait, wait, wait. See, one, wait, 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 wait. You, you're telling me right now that in the past four, well, I guess it's five months now, 184,000 people were affected with coronavirus and died from the coronavirus. You're saying that's a joke. It never happened. Yeah, watch this. Watch this. The Rock came out today. Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out today and announced that him and his whole family have COVID. Or, or, or tested positive. Mm-hmm. The man is standing there. He has not a symptom. He's standing there looking normal as every day, and he just wants mm-hmm. me to believe that, oh, he's if that's what COVID looks like, I'm not scared of it. That ain't not nothing. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I also knew of 400 people that are infected with COVID who are asymptomatic, no symptoms whatsoever, none. There are actually. I can't worry about that. That's nothing. That's no big deal. Okay, right. Okay. So, so let me let me tell you something. Let me let me educate you. Let me educate you. Thousands of people get coronavirus who are infected with COVID-19 who are asymptomatic. You know what that means? Asymptomatic means that there are no symptoms, right? Those people can transmit that virus to people who can get it and die. That is a fact. There's no arguing that fact. Oh, okay, no, there, is arguing it. there is arguing it. There is arguing it. Because oh, you the mean, CDC, you mean, you're the, telling the, me CD, the CDC just came out and said 6%. Those deaths were 6%. It wasn't 100 and something thousand. It came out to oh, wait, 110,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying 180,000 people. No, no, that that's is totally incorrect. That's totally it's incorrect. It's a joke. I don't, well, I'm, look, that's, that's your – you have your entitled to believe what they say. But here, here, I'm here's the I'm entitled to my comment, and we value your opinion. Don't think that your opinion is not valued on this show. Of course it is, and of course I respect what you're saying. Of course it is, and of course I respect what you're saying. But one thing we will not tolerate on the show is incorrect information. 
All right. So what we say, we 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 fact check. We go up and down, back and forth. Every medical source, no. newspaper headlines, and also physicians, and no, also no, I no, love no. So, 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 wait, so wait, what wait, about wait. the doctors that have been censored? Why uh, are they censored? Of uh, incorrect information. That's why. No, 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 that's no, no. Why, why are they censored? Because because why why are you censored if you if you're just giving out something uh, holistic information, and and why why are certain doctors okay? One minute they say, oh, we have to study and we have to figure it out. And we can't find out the vaccine, but oh, these doctors are wrong. How how are they wrong? Because I, you, you need the, C1, you uh, need Fauci here's why. What's going on? You need here's why here's why you need data. All right, you need data. You can't just come out and you're like, why don't, data, we, why, don't, why don't we why don't we why don't we oh, – wait, there's plenty of data. Why don't we give ourselves bleach and, and expose ourselves to ultraviolet light and, and, and take Lysol? Why don't we do that? Why don't we, why don't we use – Nobody a, said that. Nobody said that. Nobody, oh, no, said, nobody said that. Nobody said that. Nope. Nobody said that. Nope. Why don't you check nope. out some quotes from the nope. President of the United a, States? That's, 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 that's oh, he never said that. That's a misquote. That's a misquote. It is not a misquote. It, it is, is not a misquote. And if you heard inject Lysol – I don't know what to tell you, man. Anybody who heard inject Lysol, inject uh, bleach into your body, it's like and expose yourself. We will play. Uh, You know something? We're gonna on tomorrow's show. We're gonna play the clip, and you listen in tomorrow. You'll hear the clip. Play it. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. Anyway, folks, we gotta move right along. C1, I want to thank you for your call again. Your opinion is valued. We do appreciate what you have to say. Don't think because we disagree, we don't respect what you have to say because we in fact do. And thank you very much. No, no, no. That's part. Of, it's, it's all part of it. It's called dialogue. You bet, my man. We love you. And Absolutely. Thank you for Absolutely. Thank you for being here. And continue to call. Uh, I love debating with you. I, I like it. I'm sure you do as well. So, so please don't be a stranger to the show. I won't, man. Thanks for having me. You all Thank the you, best, darling. man. Take care. Take care. So anyway, that was C1, and rem- I'm going to tell Cornell to remind me to play the clip, the soundbite of Donald Trump saying. Uh, how we should try ingesting, uh, what is it, bleach, Lysol, exposing ourselves, our skin to ultraviolet light or any other way we can get it into our bodies. I'm thinking about that one. The visual is kind of crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. so people, there are, there are people and, and who out there, and it just goes to show you, and, and without any offense to a C1, that there's a, there's a percentage of the population that really does believe that this worldwide, this global pandemic, which is claimed – hundreds of thousands of lives and, and millions of people have been sick from this virus, uh, that it's a joke, that it's not as bad as they say. And even if they say, well, you know what, the CDC, and there's, you know, I don't know where these numbers come from, but the, there's only a small percentage of the population has, has gotten this uh, virus and died. Well, isn't one death from this too many? Isn't one person dying too many from this? Yeah. And the, and yeah. the fact of the matter is that he, I, what's, you know, I think I have the, I think I have the actual Death count state by state in my notes somewhere here. I always try to keep. I always try to keep that. But anyway, um. interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, the the British media have been reporting. Uh, they did two um, two news reports. One was based on a couple that said, "My wife didn't believe in the coronavirus. That she didn't believe it was real, and she died of it." The second one was reporting how uh, many, many people on social media don't actually believe it exists or that it's completely over with. Very interesting. It it really is interesting. And, um, you know, I remember seeing a news, something on the news, a guy, um, you know, they, they, 
you know, Fourth of July, Trump was out there. Oh, you know, start opening up, and we should be able to get out and enjoy the nation's birthday and blah blah blah. Well, a guy who mm-hmm. was sixty-four years old in Texas with his family and and hunkered down you know, like everybody else in the world and or in the United States and mm-hmm. you know doing what they're supposed to, you know, staying inside, just going out for food, nothing else, not going yeah. to any restaurants, bars, or anywhere. Uh, a friend of his had a party right down the street from his house on Fourth of July. And uh, the night before he died, he was he interviewed on camera and said, God, does he, if he could rewind the clock, he should not have gone to that party. And he, and he tells everybody, this is not a joke. And he died the very next day. I lost three wow. friends. To this. I lost three friends. Three oh, people. I'm sorry to hear that, darling. I'm sorry to hear three that. Three people. One, one a high school buddy who was the actual uh, the music director of uh, uh, Saturday Night Live, Hal Wilner, also a very well-known music producer, you know, Lucinda Williams. And I mean, he... Uh, Rod Stewart, I believe it was. Or no, um, anyway, he's a, he's a very well-known music producer and uh, uh-huh. recording engineer and the music uh, coordinator for Saturday Night Live. He did all the uh, – when they do a sketch, he played all the background music. Right, Frank okay. Guy. And he also played my my high school band when I was 16 years old. So, hey. Wow. So, wow. God bless him. We were just texting uh, months ago. About mm-hmm. uh, he has a place in Venice, California. He lives in New York with along with his wife and a 15-year-old son named Arlo. And um, cool. yeah, I know Arlo Guthrie. I know I know Arlo Woody Guthrie. But anyway, he um, so we were just texting and uh, about you know getting together when he came out uh, to Venice. And my last text to him was, yeah, give me a give me a heads up when you come out to California. And then I find out um, he died the day after 64th. A birthday. Uh, also, oh, lost that. So sad. So sad. Lost I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, thank you. And and Gene Shea, who started my music career, he was a, he was the the founder of the Philadelphia Folk Festival, great big, uh, very well known and very popular uh, folk DJ in Philadelphia, having worked for uh, in radio for for decades. And he passed away from COVID, and uh, we lost John Prine from COVID. And the names, but you know, everybody, you know, these are just people who who whose names in the news. You know, yeah. these aren't, uh, you know, but everybody is, is a celebrity to somebody, you know what I mean? To, you know, just the fact yeah. that these are more, more well-known. But mm-hmm. um, you start getting, um, you know, having, you know, people saying, oh, it's a joke and it's not real. And if they're if they uh, if they're afraid of COVID, then they shouldn't vote. That's what the Republicans want you to, that's what they want you to say. Because that way, because the, the people who who are, who for some reason might not be able to go vote tend to be Democrat. As we as we played in our game show a little earlier, we guessed and we got it right. They tend to be Democrats, and that is a way of suppressing that population from voting, because the Republicans are in very deep trouble right now. They're very right. very. They have no plan. There's no future. They have no vision. I wish there was. We talk about it. What's the future? What's the future? What's the plan? There's chaos in mm-hmm. the streets now, and they're saying, well, if Biden gets ele- elected, there's going to be chaos in the streets. Uh, hello? Well, it's already happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hello? talks about. Defeating the, the, the COVID virus and how he's done so well with that. And yet he's got, what, 1,500 people sat there with no masks on? Uh, he's contradiction. Her, Herman Cain. You know, Herman Cain was running for president uh, and became a close advisor and an independent fundraiser for Donald Trump. He went to Trump's uh, uh, mask optional no one wore a mask, Tulsa rally a few months ago, a couple months ago, and his uh, photograph was taken. You know, he's all fat and jolly on the second row. He died from COVID-19, wow. which, he got at the, which he got at the Trump rally. So, you know, okay. you, you hear all this nonsense about uh, – it is nonsense about this not being 
being real and being very serious and causing people's, you know, we have 184,000 people who died in the United States. That's 184,000 sons, daughters, fathers, brothers, sisters, mothers, cousins, you know, the families, the families that, that are affected by that loss. These are yeah, lives. Anyway, yeah. listen, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we have a short show today. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, Amanda. I, I've enjoyed uh, uh, ranting and raving. We had one Absolutely. more clip we're going to play tomorrow, and I'm going to have Cornell to remind me, because I know Cornell's in the production room there, to remind me tomorrow to play the economic woes uh, clip I have regarding the stock market and the shakeup and, and so forth. It's really important. We need to talk about that, what's going on okay. there. And uh, I don't know how – you have stock, stock in the UK? Do you have stock market in the UK? Yes, we do, darling, although I can't really put my hand on my heart and say I don't know a huge amount about the stock market. It's uh, one of those things that always appeared very confusing to me, and I was kind of like, okay, how do I get my head around this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, listen, we're going to wrap up today's show, and I want to thank everybody for chiming in. Our number here for future consideration is 515 for Amanda, love in the UK. My name is Andy Kimball, and the production room is Cornell Butler. Uh, and hey. I know that the, we have Lloyd, uh, who's still trying to get his car out of the snow in South Philly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he's trying to get his car in the snow. Excuse me, and it's not even snowing here. <laughs> All right, everybody, you all take care. We'll catch you tomorrow on the Coast to Coast Show, the Ebony and Ivory Program. Thank you for tuning in. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.